Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. Batter up. Listeners, welcome back to A Pod of Their Own. This is episode 180 of A Pod of Their Own. I am Allison McCaig, and I am joined this week by my lovely co-hosts, Linda Surovich. Hello, Linda. Hey, Allison. And Maggie Wiggin. Hello, Maggie. Hi, Allison. So the uh, probably the most pressing Mets news, uh, or kind of the most prominent Mets news since we last recorded the three of us or talked about the Mets at all <laughs> was that the Mets have officially hired uh, David Stearns as president of baseball operations. Um, obviously we've talked about this on the show before uh, this has been kind of rumored or the Mets have been connected to Stearns for a long time, but nothing was concrete. And then finally it has come out um, as of like a week ago that the Mets were hiring Stearns. And I think that he's going to uh, uh, come like he's going to take control as president of baseball operations in early October um, after the regular season is over. 
It just seems like a foregone conclusion at this point. The Mets aren't making the postseason, so we don't have that to worry about. I'm very, very glad they just knocked that right out of the way. Yeah. um, I am just pro no drama in as many situations as possible. And this had drama written all over it. And um, well, shut me up. There was no drama. It was fine. I, I assume <laughs> the numbers are astronomical. I'm like, good for him. Um, good for everyone in that situation. That is a win, 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 win. Yeah, it's a it's a five year deal for Stearns. Um, and he will. Um, he will be uh, president of baseball operations, but Billy Epler will retain his position as general manager, but he now reports to Stearns. Um, so that, but yeah, exactly. This has kind of been a foregone conclusion for a while. Stearns is a New York native who grew up a Mets fan who worked as a Mets intern um, <laughs> and Omar Minaya wanted to hire him and the Wilpons were like, no, we can't afford that. <laughs> because of course <laughs> because of course that's what happened and yeah it's come full circle yes <laughs> it's the met circle of life yes um <laughs> you know it's stearns is uh you know he's the brewers have had pretty successful seasons uh the past few years and stearns is one of the more uh, my understanding from people who know more about this stuff than I do is that Stearns is one of the more re- well-respected baseball executives in the game. Um, How's the Brewers, like, farm system? I don't actually know where their farm system, like, ranks as far as, like, organizational rankings are concerned. Because, uh, yeah, that could use a little help, too, in development. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, definitely. Uh, could use some help although obviously they did some trades that have bolstered the farm from one of the worst in baseball to sort of just like fine um well, the fine. ponies are good yeah they need development yeah need congratulations development. ponies ponies There's a bit yeah that's news to you it's true way to go ponies way to go rumble ponies we love it um playoffs playoffs <laughs> well, at least somebody made the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, so, and and our we sibling don't... podcast from Complex to Queens can give you more information about that. Yeah, they're having a good time. You're um, here for the yay Rumble Ponies! Yay! <laughs> yay! <laughs> Go Ponies! I don't even um, know who they're playing. Me neither. Um, we know that. Um, Stearns, you know, with the Brewers, uh, obviously the Brewers, uh, they've been successful. They've averaged, you know, 87 wins a season during Stearns tenure, which is quite good. Um, but they have operated on a very small budget. They're a small market team. Um, so we don't know how Stearns is going to operate with a Steve Cohen budget, but the prospects of that are certainly enticing to say the least. It'll also be interesting to see, like, because he's not a GM anymore, he's a step above that. And so it'll also be interesting to see him kind of apply kind of his all those good skills that he's got going on to, you know, a larger organization with, you know, all the way down to the minors and, you know, dealing with a lot of baseball ops stuff that has been in um, turmoil the last, you know, few months there were firings and it's been messy and so someone has to really clean house yeah yeah 
He definitely needs to fire whoever that person was who complained to the Pokes that uh, Justin Verlander was kind of shocked at how bad their analytics were. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like, whoever that is needs to go. <laughs> I mean, they might, it's it's possible, it's, I mean, it's an, it was an anonymous person, we don't know who they were. It's possible they're already gone, because That's the true. Mets have, you know, uh, let go a few of their front office personnel, uh, player development personnel, I think, in the past, like, few weeks. Um, so they are starting to, like, turn the page and replace all of the Alderson holdovers with new people. There are still Sandy Alderson holdovers that remain. um, And I'm not saying that that is necessarily like this horrible thing that needs to be rectified immediately. um, But I have a feeling that, you know, eventually they will completely clean house um, and it will be this new era of Stearns in charge and he will want his own people. Um, including possibly his own manager, which that's something that's been talked about a little bit that we don't know how that's going to play out. There was, you know, some uh, rumors, some rumblings that if Stearns came to the Mets, that council would come as well. Um, But that has not, there's been no official rumor to that regard yet. So we'll see. The Mets may need to like make a trade because uh, that's happened before. Um, and obviously, like Buck still has time left on his contract. So it remains to be seen whether they will bring on counsel as well and maybe do an amicable parting of ways with Showalter or how that's going to work or start, or if counsel's not going to come. Is he as tired as he has looked at times this yeah. season? That well, whole that will answer the question well you know how they say like the president being president ages you (laughs) being best manager ages you too we need those like we need those like side by side photos (laughs) we need those side by side photos of buck show walter like we did like like they did with barack obama it's a golem (laughs) (laughs) i do feel like buck has looked exactly the same for like 30 years though yeah, I guess if, like, at his level, he's seen it all, so maybe, like, nothing faces him now, but I think we still need a side-by-side. <laughs> like, it's been quite a while since Buck was Orioles manager, and he still looks the same to me. I don't know. <laughs> Can we keep him around as, like, Kalina's grandpa? Like, just her Mets grandpa? I was gonna yeah. say, I think she keeps him young. yeah. Can we keep him around as like I don't know, like a like a vibes ambassador? <laughs> I'm like, okay with that. I need the it vibes. Seems like playing to his strengths. Yeah, just like joining council and the post game pressers, and like you know, just telling, just smacking guys on the bum and telling them they're doing a good job. Can he or, just be that guy and, when- and wearing his custom outfits? Looking incredibly annoyed when yes. annoying things are happening. <laughs> and I, Is it, I guess that's mostly just what a bench coach does. Will oh, he take a true. demotion? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have to say, I would love to be a bench coach. Me too. It seems like the perfect job where you just be like, that guy's trouble. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you like, just get oh, to thanks. do like dugout. Thanks, banter. man. You're welcome. You yep. just get to do dugout banter and then you manage the game 
like once, like like twice a season when the manager gets to Austin. <laughs> and that's always going to be really fun because you know that there's just going to be a whole pile of BS to deal with from the get go. I yeah. love it. Like it's gonna be a shit show from the start, and you're just will, adding to it. And I, I will be chaos. anybody's bench coach anytime. <laughs> yeah, we're we're open to being hired as bench coaches at all MLB teams. <laughs> I think like somebody needs to. But if we're all rivals, if they well, a team hires each of us, then what do we do? I we wonder if maybe have we a bench only... is clearing brawl. <laughs> or should we only operate as a trio? Like a trio. Of, yep, sorry. Bench coaches. Well, if they had the three-headed stooges as a SGM that time. Yeah, well, sorry. You're you get thing one, thing two, and thing three as your <laughs> bench coach. The Mets will be trying something new. I think it could work. Let's do it. At Mets. At Mets. <laughs> We're available. <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> oh, man, that would be awesome. A lot of things could go wrong. <laughs> Let me just tell you. But if we wouldn't get the blame, the manager would get the blame. It's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. That's Craig's fault. <laughs> like, oh, uh, I told him. I didn't think he should pull Diaz there, but he won't listen to me. <laughs> uh, sadly, no managerial decisions will be being made about Edwin Diaz this season, though. No. Um, sad trumpets Edwin Diaz will not return this season it was officially announced today obviously this was probably objectively the correct decision from a medical standpoint but Mm -hmm. have they considered my emotions and also dollars for dingers yes (laughs) rude Matt's rude although shout out to Kellyanne for for stepping up yeah for for making her that the in or the pledge the inverse like yeah balance it out kellyanne saved us because we had a lot of money riding on diaz coming back this season because people had a lot of people had extras for him coming back and then like some people had like the number of saves he got or the number of strikeouts he got and all of that's going to be zero now and it was a huge bummer having to put that in the spreadsheet today but thank but i did get to put in a yes to Kellyanne's pledge of Edwin Diaz will not return this season. So we did get a small extra from you, yeah. but we would have gotten a bigger one if he had come back. Alas. I know. But, but like we'll be said, ready next year, like right out the gate. And give me an, he, they said he'll continue throwing bullpens and he'll still be doing his work. But and he's like, gonna have like a full spring training, like he's not gonna be limited at all no. at that point. So, but when Narco comes on, it makes me sad, and I don't want to be sad. But Only... just think when we're so close to having it all the time, Much to yeah. getting like recurring Narco. Only a couple more weeks of no Narco. We're, we're really close, and then and then we get an off season, and then we. Next year, we're going to have narco all the time. And can somebody, I don't know if you saw Timmy Trumpet tweet his new song with Blaster Jacks. Can please somebody make that their walkout? And I think it has to be Lucchese. It has to be Lucchese it's called Fuego. Joey Fuego. Joey Fuego. (laughs) Someone has to alert him. You do, Maggie. You do need to listen to this. I know. I feel bad. I have to go 
Like everyone pause recording now. <laughs> I'll report okay. out on Twitter later. Okay. You can pause. You. Yeah, you can pause. If you're listening to the podcast right now, we give you a we give you a get out of jail free card. One pause in order to go <laughs> listen to Timmy Wait, Trumpet no. and Blaster Jax's new song. I will miss the Sopranos theme. I'm, I will say that, but. Oh, yeah, Lucchese does walk out to the Sopranos theme. That's so good, though. Which is also really good for New York. I also think that maybe we shouldn't mess with any of Lucchese's current mojo because he is cooking. He is. Finally! Finally! I yeah. after none of the back end starters being able to figure it out, all of them have figured it out at once after it's too late. Thank you all. Yes, thank much. you. <laughs> now, okay. you know, to be fair, Joey Lucchese had a couple really good starts in there before things were yes. completely out of hand. So I'll give him credit. Um, and he deserved a better fate, I believe. I think so, too. Um, but suddenly we have him pitching well and also Jose Budo pitching well and also David Peterson and also Tyler McGill all pitching great. Oh, wait, not wait. So much so that all of them oh. are in the rotation and not. Wait, we got a McNeil dinger. Does somebody want to tweet what? out the McNeil no. live? Yay. <laughs> on the podcast. Time we got a squirrel tweet. dinger. <laughs> this is our first like live dinger. It is. Recording. During the fundraiser. So, yeah, we're updating. 24. 24. Who should we make the tweet? Oh. Who's number 24? Yeah, 24 is kind of a rough number. I only know Tino Martinez on the Yankees. That's who I always associate 24 with. I'm not doing a Yankee. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's who I associate with. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Okay, well, okay. Now we are going to set really stupid on this podcast, Um, (laughs) y'all. Because there is. Willie Mays, who's oh, no, number yeah. 24, is in fact retired, retired by the New York Mets. That's right. That's why I couldn't think of a 24. That's the one. But yes. Okay, fine. Yeah, you got it. Willie Mays. So I guess fair. the tweets decided. <laughs> yeah, sorry, y'all. That was stupid of us. <laughs> I, I, I had a box like, why is that ringing a bell? I was like, oh, must be nothing. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, especially since I was at Old Timers Day when they revealed it. <laughs> yeah, I was there too. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Oh, and, and now, okay, and this like on a personal level feels even sillier is also like the last met to have it was Robinson Cano and Cano is my son's favorite player and like the t- the jersey that he wears to every game is Robinson Cano number 24. Oh no. <laughs> so... My brain is failing on multiple levels right now. No, see, my brain failed because I thought Cano was 42. <laughs> Even though you know, no, 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 Linda. That, that's not allowed either. <laughs> not allowed by anyone. <laughs> we so, are on point today, y'all. <laughs> it's Monday. I had a really Monday Monday, so. It was so rainy. I feel was. like that much rain. You just... I got caught in the yeah. downpour driving home, and it wasn't Oof. fun. I had very wet feet for a long time. Yeah, that's never fun either. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Like when you have your windshield wipers on, like the full blast mode, so that the car shakes. That's where Oof. I was today. <laughs> All right, I made the tweet, and I updated the sheet. We Yay. Yay! How much do we have? Let's do a live update. A live Is it update? over five thousand? It is. 
That put <gasps> us over $5,000 raised yes, for the National Domestic Violence Hotline. Official, official announcement live on the pod. I'm going to add it to the tweet, too. 9 o'clock p.m. on the nose, September 18. Five grand. A plus. Thank you, squirrel. Oh, that's a good picture that you used, too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All okay. Right. All right. We're done tweeting while we're while we're recording. This we got go inside baseball there. Yeah, yeah. The sausages may have the sausages made. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> All right. Riveting we stuff we know. I mean, we can't end our Mets segment on a sad trumpet, so we will note that while Edwin Diaz will not return this season, Luis Guillorme will return. <laughs> um, he is back from injury uh, at the expense of Jonathan Arauz, who, uh, while he didn't do much with the bat, although he did give us a dollars for dingers dinger, so cheers to him for that. Um, he was impressive defensively um, and, you know, filled in admirably. Uh, in Guillaume's absence, but I did miss Luis Guillaume. His vibes are excellent, and he's a pleasure to watch play defense, and I think he's already made a good defensive play in this game, if I'm recalling. No, serious question, because I'm kind of overwatching Luis Guillaume bat. Is he this generation's Ray Ordonez? Possibly. I mean, he's he's like probably... I don't know. Like It's close. He's like be- He's probably the best he's fielder better I've ever with- seen. He's better with the bath. I mean, it is like anyone who hasn't looked at Ray Ardonia's numbers <laughs> in the last 10 years should just go ahead and do that. Um, yeah, poor Ray Ardonia. They're real bad. It's it's worse than you remember. Um, <laughs> he, he was always good for one home run a year. And it would always feel like the most I also time. feel like I also feel like Luis Guillerme, his defense is like more broadly impressive, but that like for sheer wow sheenness yeah yeah but ray played a more crucial position though yeah well i mean luis guillorme is only not playing shortstop because francisco Lindor. like he can play shortstop true and play it very well yeah but he's only not playing it because francisco Lindor is the shortstop for the next decade yeah so it's Lindor. Eight um, more years, and yeah. Luis Guillermo is going to get right in there. <laughs> yeah. <he> just <laughs> just got to wait it out, man. I'd be gotta pretty impressive if Luis Guillermo's career lasts as long as <laughs> Francisco so, Lindor's career. Is Lindor's defense on par with Ray's, or was Ray just unattainable? I think Ray was better. Yeah. I think Ray not was by, better. Not by as much as you think, probably. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I think Lindor just suffers from that effect of making it look easy. Yeah. It's, you know, as I call it, the Carlos Beltran factor. Yeah. Um, yes. Where it just, he just gets to everything. And yeah, he just so smooth, yeah. throws everything cleanly. And, you know, he just, every like all of the things, he makes every turn. Like it's all. He just does all of it very, 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 very well. So, yay. <laughs> yeah. I really we wish were... uh, that, like, outs above average was around when Ray Ordonez yeah. was playing. Yeah. I would love to know. 
we were so spoiled. Like, I didn't realize that, like, that wasn't normal because I had just gotten into baseball then. So I feel like I didn't appreciate it as much as I should have. Like, I knew he was really good, but I was just like, oh, that's what major league athletes do. They're all really good. But he, I didn't realize he was just, like, that step above everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of those tough ones to to figure out as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when a kid, you want dingers, and you're like, oh, he's <laughs> not doing that. <laughs> Chicks and kids dig dingers. They do. They dig do. the long ball. I'm sorry, Ray Ardonez. I've come to appreciate you as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> he's very good, very good baseball player. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We were talking about David Stearns is hiring. Um, and the, meanwhile, other organizations, it's it's kind of nice to be in a position. And I say this as the Mets have a terrible record and are not good this year. So, you know, glass houses and all that. But it is really nice to be able to point at other organizations and kind of laugh and have the Mets not quite be the laughing stock, at least <laughs> as far as like their front office goings on are concerned. Um so, I'm sorry about the evil laugh, but it's just too good. <laughs> so we 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 would be uh, remiss if we did not uh, review some of the uh, you know shenanigans of other organizations in, within <laughs> the past week or so. Um, so Heim Bloom was fired by the Red Sox, which is kind of Mets adjacent in the sense that 
I seem to remember mm-hmm. Mets Twitter, at least the the extreme process nerds, extremely wanting the Mets to hire this guy. Yeah. Which, don't get me wrong, obviously they had a string of very bad hires instead, a.k.a. Brody Van Wagenen and then subsequent Predators slash, you know, <laughs> criminals of other types, DUI guys. <laughs> but, like, so I'm not, I'm not cheering the Mets hires in comparison. But um, I hate to break it to you, Mets Twitter process nerds. If maybe they maybe they wanted this, but if Heim Bloom had been hired uh, by the Mets, I will tell you that Jacob Degrom would have been traded. Hundred mm-hmm. uh, yep. percent. Um, Pete Alonso might be being traded now <laughs> yep. if he was still GM today. Um, no, they would all be traded. They, they would, would have all be a gone. really. They would already have a really good farm system. But they would have nothing else. They would not have Francisco Lindor. They would I have. I don't think they nobody. would have Nimmo. I don't think they would no, have extended not. Nimmo. No, they wouldn't have Diaz. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was uh, that was like you know a trade that obviously there's been a lot of hashtag discourse about, and I'm not interested in rehashing no, any of it. No, no, um, no. But it is it is certainly a trade that Brody Van Wagenen made that not many other <laughs> GMs would have made. I'll say that. Uh, so, I mean, and I saw, I, I've seen some, I know some Red Sox fans, uh, both on the internet and in real life. And I think that Red Sox fans are overwhelmingly pretty upset on his behalf about this. Um, and I don't blame them because, you know, he was basically thrown under the bus by, um, by John Henry. Uh, he was, he did the job that he was hired to do and, Aside from maybe the um, Mookie Betts return not being, you know, what what it should have been. And like there was no return that was going to be what it should have been. Right. Um, You can't trade. You just cannot get the right return for an MVP. There is no such thing. No, there's no such thing. Just like there would be no such package that would be worth Shohei Otani. It just doesn't exist. Like these are generational talents. Um, and so, you know, other than that, like he, he bolstered the farm system. He did like, they have a very good farm system and, you know, they are, they, they haven't had that good of a season this season only because they're in partially only because they're in the toughest division in baseball. Um, but they are, you know, like a solid team that you can see in the future is on the precipice of contending. Um, he did the job he was asked to do and then was fired for it. I understand being somewhat indignant about that. That said, he he knew what this job was going in. I don't I find it hard to believe that that he didn't ask or there it wasn't discussed during the interview process with ownership that ownership did not discuss with him, oh, we're gonna make you trade Mookie bets. Yeah. So, so he knew that was the deal. He knew that he was going there to trade a generational talent and he decided, yeah, that's the job I want. So I mean, it's hard for me to feel that bad. Yeah, I get, you know, maybe wanting to test yourself and like undertaking a challenge. Um, but at the same time, like you said, it's not like he was blindsided. He knew what he was getting into. He had to have known, you know, the fan base was going to react badly to the team not contending. And at the end of the day, 
the buck stops with you. It doesn't stop with the owner as much as we'd like it to. The owner's not going anywhere. So if you've had multiple down seasons, fans are going to start calling for for somebody, for something to change. And a lot of times that's the manager and the general manager. And I don't, at this point, I don't know who else is going to want to work for John Henry. No. Like, because they seem to just like fire their GMs after a while, no matter what they're doing. Like, rebuild too fast, fired. Rebuild not fast enough, fired. Contend right now, fired. Contend later, fired. Like, it seems like they're just kind of like cycling through for the sake of it. It's just so weird to think of the Red Sox like that, though. Like, they're this storied... I mean, I remember seeing one tweet saying that, like, this next generation of kids grew up with the Red Sox winning more than the Yankees, where when we were growing up, it was the reverse. But that's that's really true now. Um, So now the Red Sox have molded themselves out of that, like, loser, like, you know, the historical loser mentality to being, you know, you always think of them as the class of the NL East, and now they're not that. So now it's like, I don't know, my brain's A-L-East. having a hard Oh, yeah, A-L East. Um, my brain's having a hard time wrapping, like, they're, they're, they have a historical ballpark, their tickets are the most expensive in the league, and you're running the team like the Rays? Like, I just, I don't understand. (laughs) I mean, literally, they hired the Rays GM. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Literally the Rays. Literally the Rays. You're in a big sports market. I just, I don't understand why that's the direction they took after they were so successful for so long. I don't know. It's a mystery to me. I, I don't know what goes on in John Henry's mind. I don't want to know. Like, you just got tired of winning? <laughs> I wish I had that problem. John Henry is becoming he a frequent flyer on I took the form of a 45-year-old white man for a reason I can only fail up. Uh, he's not quite the most frequent flyer, but he's he's getting up there. Um, yeah, so the other the other side of this uh this segment is uh the Washington Nationals, uh of joke of an organization. Um, you know, like it was really funny because the, I talked last week in my walk off win about the interview with blue during bark at the park night. And I was gonna like make a really nice, a really nice tweet about the nationals and take my hat off to them because the, the whole reason I ended up at bark at the park night with blue in the first place was because they comped me tickets to that game because of the rain delay disaster game in May that I attended that was like the four hour rain delay. They didn't say anything to the fans and then they canceled the game and then they suspended the game. Um, Good times. They, yeah. you know, did the right thing by the fans and gave vouchers to future game, a future game for that. And I used my voucher for Bark at the Park and they were very and the ticket rep was very kind. And like, you know, I worked with because you need special tickets for Bark at the Park. It's not I couldn't just like go online and redeem my voucher because you need it in a certain section and blah, blah, blah. So I 
the the ticket rep I worked with was wonderful and I was going to make a really nice tweet about the Washington Nationals but it turns out you do not under any circumstances have to hand it to the Washington Nationals ever <laughs> because um as we mentioned on a recent podcast Steven Strasburg um retired or uh, announced that he was intending to retire and they had this whole press conference plan. They were going to retire his number. All his family stuff. was in. His family like was the, there. The biggest layup on the planet. Easiest like just PR win right, ever. Beautiful fat pitch right down the middle. And the Nationals. And then what happened? Instead of crushing that pitch over the wall like they should have done, <laughs> they canceled the press conference because they are trying to back out of paying him his remaining money. Like, can you imagine if the Mets did that to David Wright? Can you imagine? Oh, I think. Well, I think that they know that City Field would have been burned to the ground by the fan base. Like, I think that they know City Field would be a pile of ash right now. <laughs> True. <laughs> like, they know they they're they would love they would love to have pulled that shit. Lord knows they would have loved to have pulled that shit. But they know that they. They probably hold their lives pretty dear, the Wilpons. <laughs> so I think that they understood that they could not have done that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine but- having more money than most people ever have in their entire lives and then doing this. Like, But, but Nationals fans are not a pitchfork fan base. In fact, no, yeah. In fact, many of them are trying to take the side of the organization on this for some godforsaken reason that I cannot fathom. There's always the the hate your best player segment is there in every fan base though. Yeah, he's I mean, stealing money like, from the organization. Yeah, they're like, oh, he's he shouldn't get paid. He's, he's in a pitching. Yeah, he should just for you Goddamn losers! Like, please, please be grateful. <laughs> And like somebody pointed pointed out, he's permanently disabled now because of pitching. Exactly. Like, his life is going to be just a career of probably doctor's appointments now. And that's why I get so mad every time Mets fans are ungrateful for Matt Harvey, because I'm like, he literally sacrificed his career for you. And his body. Yeah. To pitch. His body's not the same. He was in permanent pain and later ended up with a drug problem. Because he was in pain all the time. Because of you. <laughs> yeah. Like, he pitched through past what his doctors told him to and yep. ended up so with that the same all... injury that Strasburg had that ended his career as well. Yeah. Yeah, but we could all see really good October baseball. <laughs> oh, man. Well. I remember those days. Somehow through all of this, while all of this was happening, so in addition to this Strasbourg debacle, the a bunch of the the Nationals either like parted ways, fired or with a fired guys or like dudes left, like a bunch of their staff turned over, um, including their like top international scout. Um, so all of that happened too, but then. Amidst all of this, they extended Mike Rizzo. <laughs> it's just like unfathomable to me. It's like, oh, our organization is in shambles. Let's extend the GM. The Red Sox GM doing the exact job they hired him to do. You're fired. The Nationals being a goddamn dumpster fire. Fire, fire. Extended. <laughs> what are these guys doing? 
Does Mike Rizzo have something on them? I don't know. <laughs> Look, like- I know it's I know it's very edgy, but I'm really curious to see what happens with the technique of never making trades or signing players. <laughs> well, well that's that's called the Colorado Rockies. <laughs> True. Um, they're is- actually a myth. Funny story. <laughs> <laughs> and like Rizzo's in his now in his 15th year running the Nationals right (laughs) Jesus Christ yeah that's we're all old (laughs) Rizzo's been running the Nationals for 15 years guys um and like so yes they want to they won a title in 2019 which they hang on to every day let me just tell you when I also called the Nationals ticket office they answer with Welcome to the phone line for your World Series 2019 World Series champion, Washington Nationals. And I'm like, how long is that going to be? How sad is that? I mean, I don't know exactly where that line is, but we are we definitely we're getting close, if not already over. I how how long? Like like if you call the Mets ticket office, would they be like, welcome to the phone line of your 1986 World (laughs) Champion New York Mets? I could see maybe allowing i mean true and i feel like this is pushing it but the max i could imagine would be three full years (laughs) yeah after the season in question like if you're referring to a whole other year for 2020 2021 and 2022 we are finished you need a new thing and this isn't even just like this isn't even just like you know more than three full years ago this is like pre-covid stuff and time is fake now and so like you're referring to stuff that like that happened before a whole global pandemic like i i refuse to accept this i've been through multiple existences since then like (laughs) yeah but i still think you're being too generous as soon as a new world series champion is crowned yours is done like you can't yeah, no I, yeah. I mean i feel like that would be my impulse but like, the okay, only, i think I the only way i think they were allowed was fake and i'll say yeah <laughs> we'll ignore the 2020 season yeah they were allowed to keep it until yes. the 2021 world series champion yes. was crowned yes that seems fair but no they yeah, still okay. have it they still have it now i can confirm okay but maybe it's like um when i went on maternity leave i um put up an away message so that you couldn't leave me a voicemail it was just like i'm on extended leave blah 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 and i left it up since then and my son is nine and i have had another baby since then and at no <laughs> point since then have you been able to leave me a voice message <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to leave a permanent out of office. Like, <laughs> like what if and when the Mets ever win the goddamn World Series, I'm just going to have a permanent out yes. of office message that says, that says the Mets won the 2024 World <laughs> Series. You will not be hearing from me. And it's going to stay up in perpetuity after. That. Due to the 2019 Nationals, please direct all inquiries via email. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> They're such a pathetic organization. It's sad. It's really, it's really bad. It's really bad, man. I don't. <laughs> I try so hard not to clown on them too much because, it, like, but because I feel like as a DC resident, I should be a little nicer to them now. No, I just can't do it. They're. It's so easy to make fun of them. <laughs> I feel bad they because bring it they, on themselves. they have oh, some Phil of my Bickford favorite got the fans. Win tonight, everybody. 
Phil Baker. Some of my favorite NL East fans out there are Nationals fans. So I'm always a little I, I I'm predisposed to like the Nationals a little bit. But they bit. bring that on themselves, man. But then like this stuff happens and this stuff happens. Mm. So it's, it's bad out there. <laughs> like yeah, so Phil Bickford got the win tonight. and I did see Otto is, got the save, I think. And <laughs> this is a bit that I'm stealing from, that that I'm, like, unash- like I'm unashamed to steal from Kate Feldman. But shout out to Kate, because she said recently, I think Phil Bickford pitches every day, and I think she's right. <laughs> I, like, <laughs> Phil Bickford p- has pitched every day since he's been on the Mets. I swear to God. Every I day. Think- it's like, oh, it's Phil Bickford again. I feel that way about Phil Bickford and Trevor Gott specifically. Yes. They pitch every day. Well, because Gott makes it feel like he pitches every day. It's like, well, well there Those we two go. men are constantly on the mound and you cannot prove it Prove it to me. <laughs> Wait, did McNeil have the home run off David Robertson? Because that would have been like another oh, circle of life Mets moment I if he did. I don't know. Did he? I mean, it's possible. It is possible. It was like I the eighth inning attention. or the ninth It was. Inning. It was late. Yeah, it was like the, eight or eight, the seventh or eighth inning. Let's find out. Um, it doesn't look like Robertson got the loss. Okay, yeah. So Which, yeah, he, so he won Tanner Scott not. got the loss, so it must be Tanner. It must have been Tanner Scott. Okay. That, Robertson right. allowed two hits and struck out two scoreless. Oh. There you go. I, I still feel like he's a sleeper agent that wants to come home. I, I yes. I, th- I, I, I think he's coming home. Like, <laughs> Like he's purposely being bad. Like, well, nobody else will want me. Guess I gotta go home. <laughs> my my dad and I were talking before before the game tonight, or like texting. And my dad was like, "Tell your parents I said hi. They're so lovely. I they will. are. They're wonderful people." Um, and my dad was like, "How is this Marlins team so like have such a better record than this than the Mets?" And I was like, "Bro, I have no idea. If they if they make the playoffs, They're then frauds. everything is fake. I refuse." They, this Marlins team cannot make the playoffs. I refuse to take them seriously. I, but I can't even take if the they beat the Mets seriously. Even if they kick the Mets' ass in the next two games, I don't care. Like I, I don't refuse. care. Yeah, no, that's uh, the whole. This is like the whole National League is frauds outside of the Dodgers and Braves. I feel like everybody Basically. else is bad. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's fake. It's it fake. is fake. It's very. The Phillies have the like more. a gazillion game lead in the first wild card. Yes, the yes, literal it's very Phillies. Dumb. The yeah. Philadelphia Phillies. It's the one that the Mets beat up on. It's all the more reason why it's infuriating that the Mets have been so bad because these teams are felony frauds and the Mets, all the Mets had to do was be better than these teams and they couldn't do it. Losers. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, speaking of losers, <laughs> the Dodgers aren't losers, but Julio Urias is. Oh, um, big yeah. time. Oh, big time loser. Guy. Uh, and we are learning more about his arrest. We talked Ugh. about two weeks ago. We talked about how he was arrested for a domestic violence incident. And that is his second uh, domestic violence incident. Um, but we're learning more about the details of the incident. And we, we are learning that it occurred outside the stadium after an MLS game. He went to go see Lionel Messi like everybody else. Um, and it was reported by a witness to police and the incident was captured on video and that video is in the possession of law enforcement. So this dude is screwed because it happened in public. And caught on and video. And that's apparently what it takes in the world yeah. to yeah. ever be taken seriously is Sadly. literally to be caught on video. Sadly. What was who was was it Ray Rice? 
the football player, yes. the one that had the really awful video happen, yeah. and that's the only yep. reason he actually got in trouble for anything. That's the one. Yeah, because I went to high school with uh, with his wife. I went to high school with him. I better look up and make sure I didn't go to though. high school with his brothers. <laughs> I had really, I had a lot of other stuff going on. Well, was she was a year behind me. <laughs> I was not overly concerned with the football people. Yeah. No, I don't think I had any classes with her because she was a year behind me. But I remember, because I went to a small Catholic school. We all knew each other. Oh. No, yeah. I went to a gigantic, monstrously large high school with like three thousand people in it. Um, anyway. I guess mine was somewhere in between years. <laughs> I would call my high school an average size, I suppose. Um, I think there were like twelve hundred students in total. Um, yeah. So, it, it when it's captured on video, it kind of becomes undeniable at that point. And so, uh, I think this man is very done, which is. I hope he's done. Good. Good. Yeah, I'm done with him. Yeah. Baseball should be done with him. His teammates should be done with him. Rip Bozo. Goodbye. Goodbye now. Yep. Um, so yeah, that that's not great for him. It's yeah, it's really it's disgusting. And it sucks uh, for everybody. It sucks mm-hmm. for the family. My Fuck first thought. My first thought when I saw this news was he's done. And then my second thought immediately after the first thought was, if this is how he acts in public, imagine how oh, he yeah. acts in private. That's the scary part. So I know that this woman has probably endured worse violence than this. Because whatever you're willing to do in public is nothing compared to what you're willing to do in private with these guys. Um, it's the same thing as when we talked about, you know, the Tom Brenneman and the likes of those guys who's who slip up on hot mics because, you know, if this is what they're willing to say, like around. Sure, they don't know that their mic is on and they're not willing to say it when they know the mic is on. But if they're still willing to say it around other people, then imagine what they say behind closed doors, like in private. So, you know, that a dude who's just going to like drop an N word on a hot mic has said it many times before. Yeah. Many, many Yeah, no times. one gets caught the first time they do something like no, this. No, yeah. Exactly. Well, and but Julio Arias did. Yeah, no. He already, well, I, I mean, mean that, might, that first time might not have actually been. Well, I do feel like, time, but, yeah. I mean, I hope this puts the end of conversation where it's like, don't people deserve second chances? And it's like, well. He got a second chance. Is. He got yeah. it. Like, I, like, you know, I, I think, yeah, we talk often on this podcast about folks who insist that, you know, second chances and what happened to innocent until proven guilty and all this stuff like that. It's like, well, you know, when it comes to abusers, it's been shown time and time again that if they do, if they act violently once, they will do it again. And this is, you know, this is every time you let them off the hook and let them stay around their partner, let them continue doing the job that they get adored for, that they get put on a pedestal for, like that just feeds into the behavior and condones it and gives them the message that it's okay. And they almost certainly will do it again unless there are consequences for their actions. So hopefully there are 
substantive consequences this time. Last time he got a slap on the wrist. He got 20 game suspension because he was never actually charged with anything, if I recall. So that's part of why his suspension was pretty light last time. And they didn't have like this level of evidence against him. Yeah. So we'll see. But I have a feeling Julio Arias is done in baseball. So goodbye. I don't want to waste any further breath on you. Um, We're going to kind of shift gears and talk about, you know, moving from uh, talking about second chances to talking about the way fans treat athletes who have not done something so heinous as to abuse their loved ones who have done nothing except, you know, maybe not perform well on the field. Um we, we talk a lot about mental health on this podcast and how athletes are being more open about their mental health and about, you know, taking the time that they need because it's a very tough job that they do and they're in the public eye and it's not easy. Um, and so there were a couple of sort of incidents recently that sort of underscore this uh, common topic on the podcast. One of them was uh, San Francisco Giants pitcher Ryan Walker and his wife were recently threatened on social media after a loss, which is just like, don't it's a game, people don't do that shit like grow up. Just but see, this is up. also where I feel like sports betting is also going to yes. just fight oh, yeah. more of this, which is also very scary. God, right. No, because everybody betting. has behaved like this before they were potentially putting like money online very important money to them like more money than they could afford to lose on these mm-hmm. players it is I, I would not be happy about this if i was a baseball player nope not at all um and then you know kind of in a in the same vein a fan ran on the field and hugged ronald acuna during a braves game recently like obviously fans running on the field and being dipshits is a tale as old as time uh, that happens all the time and then they get banned from the stadium and it's like what did you accomplish congratulations they don't even show them on tv anymore no, like yeah. it used to be that like they got that they were doing it because it, it was a guaranteed way to get on tv but now obviously the networks are doing the smart thing and the second that they realize that there's a fan on the field they don't show the person yeah, but now with cell phones everything are gonna go viral on twitter so sure um so it's like you got your 15 seconds of fame congratulations you can never go to a baseball game again hope it's worth it um but this is a whole new level like if you run on the field you're just like kind of a dope and a dipshit if you touch a player then you're just like a an asshole like the worst kind of human being wasn't they like arrested yeah they were because they should be yes (laughs) like what the heck like these are like baseball players are human beings. They are not like gods or idols or like, you know, these untouchable, huh, untouchable uh, or like just these larger than life figures. They are real human people. And I think that fans could do well to remember to treat them as such every so often. Well, this kind of also goes back to to, I don't know. Everything being so available now that maybe yeah, those yeah. lines get blurred now where it's like, I know everything about you. You're my friend, right? And the weird parasocial relationships. Yeah. That- yeah. So I don't know. If, I mean, I know nothing about these guys. I don't know why they did it. I don't care why they did it. I just know that they 
need to, you know, be arrested for it, but it and does... probably seek professional help. Yeah, but, like, I don't know, it just feels like everybody's too informal with everybody now. Or, like, because I cheer for you, you're, like, I, I don't want to say, like, like, we're kind of the same because I cheer for you, or... Yeah. yeah, like you said, it's just it's this weird dynamic now that you know, I just can't but, imagine thinking I'm like entitled to access. Yes, that. exactly. Yeah, like that, just that someone a has a social obligation towards me. Yeah, just because I have an opinion about them. Like I, I remember. I mean, I told <clears throat> this story on the podcast, but like when I was at the airport with a bunch of Washington oh, yes. players, like. It took Michael, like, the whole time we were sitting there at the gate before our flight to convince me to even say hi to them. Like, I was like, I do not want to bother them. I do not want to take up a second of their time. Like, they don't owe me anything. They don't owe me their time. They don't owe me, like, saying hi or a nice smile or anything like that. They don't owe me shit just because I like watching them play soccer. They don't owe me that, but... I finally did buck up the courage and just like say hi for two seconds and just said like, hi, I'm a huge fan. And then like ran away. (laughs) Like, but there people just have the audacity to like, like accost these people in public when they're coming out. Like, was it was it Brooks Raley who was coming out of a Starbucks and like two random dudes on Mets Twitter, like stuck a cell phone camera in his face and like tried to like have a conversation with him. And I'm like, I didn't know that this was like in spring training oh. in like Port St. Lucie. It was like really early in the season. I think it was Brooks Raley. I can't remember. It was one of the Mets relievers. I think it was Brooks Raley. But they just like, yeah, were two random Mets Twitter dipshits who like stuck a camera in his face and like tried to have a, like a conversation with him and asked him like you know what would be a pretty benign question if they weren't recording him yeah i guess like they asked him like what his favorite something was i can't remember or asked him what his starbucks order is or something and he and he and he snubbed them and like walked away and didn't talk to them and then they acted all mad about it and posted about it online it's like brooks really didn't talk to us it's like yeah that's because you annoyed him <laughs> yeah you like, weren't polite man alone like what like the dude just wants his starbucks like from below like if it was at the field where he expects fan interaction that would be a different yeah, story yeah and you ask him to sign a baseball yeah. like that's a different thing he's just at a starbucks yeah he's, he's a dude trying to live his life yeah, like leave you know, you can't alone. like greet a player out and about, you know, in that kind of situation. But you gotta read the moment, and like if yeah. they are not into it for whatever reason, like we all have those days. You leave them alone. Like that's people are let people be people. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah, if you meet a baseball player, you meet your favorite player, like out on the street, and you want to say hi to them and like ask nicely for a selfie, like fine, but don't be really, really indignant and upset if they don't give you that because they don't owe you that. Like you can ask. They have the, every right to say no. <laughs> if they're not feeling it, they have every right to say no. Because yeah, they deal with this literally all day, every, every day. I can't imagine just being recognized on the street all the time. <sighs> I can't this must either. Be exhausting. I know. Like when you like, like I just want to go get a cup of coffee and sweatpants, and you can't even do that. <laughs> like obviously, the even more extreme example of this is like Taylor Swift, who's probably one of the oh biggest celebrities on the planet right now. She can't even mm-hmm. like go to the Jersey Shore without creating a spectacle if you are like 
showing up on a random street in like in LBI or wherever she was. Was she in Stone Harbor? She might no, have been. No, it's LBI. Yeah. Was it LBI? Yeah. If you're showing up on a random street in LBI just so you can observe Taylor Swift for two seconds, I think you need help. I'm sorry. Leave her alone. Well, and also they had like a dedicated like Taylor camera at oh the VMEs. God. Like she's you, she's never Stop left alone. It. Like I cannot imagine just like never getting a moment to myself, no. which she probably never has one. Even when she's like home at her at her house, she probably never has a moment to herself. No, there's probably always somebody calling, texting, needing something from her. Must be. There's exhausting. just no downtime. Yeah. Being famous is the worst. Oh, it just Can't looks even awful. <laughs> I will take it on now just as a like something to do for the planet to make the world a better place is I will take on somebody's fame for them. <laughs> I will absorb it and Let's their resources. Let's make Maggie famous. <laughs> I'm willing to throw myself on that grenade. On that sword. <laughs> but yeah, just asking folks to not dehumanize these people. They are human beings just trying to do their jobs. Like, please. Um, so the last bit of sort of wider baseball news that um, that ju- the news that just broke today, actually, right before we recorded this podcast earlier today, um, the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, so speaking of literally the Rays uh, <laughs> are getting a new stadium um, and it turns out is on the same site as Tropicana Field. Uh, they are not moving somewhere else. They are not moving cities and they are not moving the stadium to Tampa. We're they playing staying... half and half in Montreal, yeah, which was floated. Doing any of that. They're staying in St. Pete um, and they are getting a new stadium. So I guess congrats to them <laughs> Maybe. for getting, for bullying the, bullying them into themselves into getting public funding, I suppose, for a new stadium, I guess. Um and you know, I think I I I I try not to unfairly judge the trop or any other stadium until I've been there. Uh so I cannot comment on the trop. I've never been to the trop. Um, but you know, it has its haters, I'll say that. So I just like that balls can hit the roof. It's hilarious. That's hilarious to me. <laughs> it is hilarious. So, oh wait, yeah, we that's... haven't mentioned Otani. Oh, we have not. That's the Otani drama. That's true. Speaking of organizations that, you know, need to be contracted constantly and need <laughs> to be contracted. So Washington Nationals definitely on that list. But I think the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim are officially at the top of the list. They have. Yeah. The, yeah after they, this uh, year, definitely. They're definitely getting whatever the opposite of the Organization of the Year award is. Yeah. It's definitely congratulations to the a clown Los Angeles of the Angels. <laughs> yeah. Cl- the clown Absolute shoes award stinking clown embarrassment <laughs> the clown shoes award goes to the los angeles angels of anaheim for for shohei otani clearing out his locker and going mia and then being like we'll tell you later <laughs> like oh, and wait, not, not even being the weirdest injury related interaction with players over the course of the week yeah yeah with more of the like anthony rendon yes situation <laughs> Anthony Rendon has been such a saga in and of itself that no one's talking about really because, because everyone's talking cares. about Otani. Yeah. But it's been wild. But how did he get so like he used to torment the Mets? How did he get so big? Wasn't he an MVP or an MVP candidate? Yes, he was. I mean, his body's just broken now. Yeah, yeah, I guess. 
like baseball just breaks your body. Professional yeah. athletics break your body. He's his body's just broken. Remember when he like grabbed a fan? Remember that happened? Oh, that was this yes. season. That was this season. Was it spring Jesus. training or was it this yes. season? It was it was spring training, I think, but it was this season, you know? Oh it wasn't God. like two years ago. That happened this season too. Oh, yeah, what is going on in Anaheim? Um, yeah, so they Shohei Otani cleared out his locker. They told the press like But wait, it goes back earlier than that when they had a a body double for the team photo. Oh yes, they did do that too. That's right. They had a hilarious <laughs> body, body double. double. That doesn't look anything like him. <laughs> Just some stooge. <laughs> Um, and obviously like you they're can't convince me that the face, angels but... aren't secretly some kind of workplace comedy like Abbott Elementary <laughs> or Parks and Rec like it's got to be the angels whatever Everything the about baseball that. version of that is. that was the the body double episode where <laughs> someone had to find a body double and that's who they found and that's the whole episode the angels are just like a giant <laughs> sigh up they're like a government experiment that we're all that we're all guinea pigs in like, let's see how long we can, like, have a fake baseball team that people think is real. But then why do they get the two best players on the planet? That's not fair. It's kind of like, it is kind of like what you would do if you were, like, faking a baseball team. You'd put, like, True. two real players. And then it would just be, <laughs> like, a put, bunch like, of guys. one real player, and then you're like, uh, I think we're going to need to get another one. And then you get another one, but the first one starts working badly. <laughs> <laughs> And now the second one is going to start working badly. Yeah, so it turns out Otani has an, uh, an oblique injury. He's out for the year, is what yeah. happened. Yeah, like all the reporters are were just like, uh, Otani's locker is cleared out. We don't know why. And then nobody said anything that night. Angels were like, we know why. We'll tell you later, wink, wink. <laughs> like, what? And then there was speculation he had already went back to Japan, but then they saw him in the dugout later. So it just became this 24-hour mess again that the Angels bought on themselves. The man is extremely not literally, coming back. Literally Shohei Otani on your baseball team. That man on your baseball team. And that is how you treat him. Well, And then they started <sighs> leaking that they're open to trading Mike Trout. Yep. Oof. At Mets, go get Shohei Otani and Mike Trout. And, you and won't. Mike Trout is <laughs> <laughs> they have openings at both those positions. Do, so, <laughs> but yeah, Let's so go. like, why are you going to start slandering Trout now? He didn't do anything to you. Mike Trout has never done anything to anybody. No, literally committed to staying in your trash fire organization. Yeah, but yeah, like they reported, if he's open to a trade, we'll trade him. Okay. So was that just going to be a we tried to get rid of Mike Trout and couldn't scenario? I don't know. That's, but yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's a whole not, new that's a whole new uh, genre of we tried. Yeah, that's not going to go anywhere good. I can see that coming already. Man, if the Angels were a real baseball team, I'd feel so bad for their fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We were, uh, Michael and I were in the dog park with Blue the other day, and the, there was another owner there with his dog, and he was a Red Sox fan, and he was like, yeah, I, I don't feel good right now about anything, because this was after Bloom was fired, and I said, at least you're not the Angels, and he was like, yeah, so true. 
<laughs> like that yeah. was the only comfort I could give the man. <laughs> I was like, at least you're not the Los Angeles Angels. And he was immediately comforted too. Yeah, yeah, he was. He felt a lot better <laughs> after that. I mean, look, I know we love the Mets and we want them to win a lot of games, but think about how much of a blow it was to other teams when Steve Cohen bought the Mets because now it's so much harder. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. We're pretty pathetic right now. You can always kind of get away with it. But (laughs) but like, you know, last year, last year you couldn't be like, at least we're not the Mets. And I think there's a good chance that next year you won't be able to be like, oh, at least we're not the Mets. And like, that's just really, it really threw the balance of the league off. Yeah, the homeostasis is gone. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So somebody had to replace them, and that I guess the angels were like, "I will angels take have that always mantle." Been like this. <laughs> so the Mets were just like hiding with their messiness, and now the curtain's been pulled back. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, Shohei, uh, though, according to was it Martino who said Cohen would have the highest bid if Shohei would, yes. would consider the East Coast. Yes. So, sounds good to me. Sounds Let's good to it. me, too. There's, Let's go. We have a lot of cool stuff here, Shohei. It's cool here. We welcomed you. We saw it in person. <laughs> we were very nice to you, Shohei. We have cool things here, including Kodai Sanga, who yep. should win the NLC Young Award. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He should get some votes. I'm just saying. Just I know it's going to be there. Blake Snell, which is quite underwhelming. That's a, He's a fraud. If you, Like I said, if you can't go more than five innings, you're not an ace. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, the thing is also, if you want to like dissect the seasons, the, the closest person to Blake Snell is Kodai Sanga. Yep. Literally, yes. There have they said that Sanga doesn't walk quite as many people. They're having think- statistically almost identical seasons, except Sanga's walk rate is lower. And, and his ghost it. fork is the most unhittable pitch in the league. Literally. And it's fine if you do want to say, like, oh, for whatever reason, I don't think Kodai Sanga is a Cy Young award winner. Uh, I like, think it's because fine. of the innings probably, pitched. That is but the like, only if, limit on him at this point, is the fact yeah. that he doesn't have as many innings pitched because he only and, goes six days. Or, but yeah, if you exactly. don't give Kodai Sanga the Cy Young award and turn around and give it to Blake Snell, oh, come on, man. That is, then I'll be mad. If you're going to give it to Blake Snell, then you should give it to Kodai Sanga instead. Yes, exactly. <laughs> if you can't make it three times through the batting order without falling apart, you're not an ace. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're okay. a five and dive player at that point. Okay. You going to tell me a five and dive player deserves the Cy Young Award? Yeah, they're going to give the Cy Young to a five and dive guy. I'm going to be sick. Whatever. Yeah, sorry great. that Kodai Sanga needs a little extra day of roast. He was coming over. That's what he's used to. He needed to get used to it. And he's done admirably. And yes. I mean, worth pointing out that this is only happening because the Mets are out of it. And if they were in a stretch run, I'm sure that Kodai Sango would have been like, let me pitch every fifth day. It's fine. Yeah. Well, and also uh, they were arguing or, you know, trying to come up with arguments. I don't know. I can't remember if it was Garen Keith or Garen Ron. It might have been Garen Ronnie. Um, they were saying some people frown upon Japanese players because they were already professional players. But then they said, but they gave Ichiro the award. 
Yes. I was going to say, I mean, rookie of the year. Yeah, I guess you could make that argument about, but like the Cy Young. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Just get it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, it is funny that like there's probably a better argument for him winning the Cy Young than there is for him winning the rookie (laughs) of the year. I agree. Yeah. I agree that I I think it's like, like almost certainly true. I kind of hope they lean into that. Like, I really hope that he has a really strong rest of the season and the rest of the field waivers. And then I hope that, like, Corbin, whatever the name is, uh, just kills it for the next... Corbin Yeah, that he just continues to destroy the world. And I really hope that happens, that he gets the the Cy Young and not the Rookie of the Year. He only has two more starts left. No. Mm, it's not enough. I know. No, it's not enough. I miss him. He's mm-hmm. been my dude. No, I know. And he just seems like he's so nice and sweet. I don't know if we can project the rotation out to dollars for Dinger's Day, but I have no mm. idea. I don't think I don't think it's one of Sanga's projected. I'll only accept Sanga or the Churf. Those are the only two acceptable answers right now. I want to. I would like to see Jose Quintana. That'd be cool. Oh right, yeah, oh, he would be fine. Yeah, he seems good. All right, so and Quintana. All right, so <laughs> we've got a few. We've got a few. We got options. Right <laughs> Beggars can't be choosers, folks. Since we're not getting DS, I know. Um, but we will end the show this week like we always do with walk off wins, where each of us talks about something that is making us happy this week, baseball related or otherwise. Maggie Wigan, what is your walk-off win for this week? Um, I This was actually my walk-off win for two weeks ago, but I've had a very busy couple of weeks and have not been on the show since. But um, so it's it's a very outdated one, but it was a very, it was very walk-off winny in more ways than one. And so um, I just wanted to keep it, which is that me and the kids went to the DJ Stewart game a couple of weeks oh, ago. Yes. That they won in extras on the DJ Stewart hit by pitch after Incredible. the two DJ Stewart home runs and the DJ <laughs> Stewart catch at the wall. Um, yeah. So I'm getting everybody to dig deep into your memories. And pretend that that wasn't two weeks ago, but it was a lovely day. Um, my son was on the big screen, but me and my daughter missed it because we were getting food. Oh, <laughs> and, and it was just like, we had a really good time. And it was with a family friend who I love and don't get to see all that often. And like, it was just, it was a great game. And the kids... I was like, all right, well, we stayed through nine. Let's head home. And the kids really pushed for one more inning and they did in fact win it. So yeah. A plus. That was stayed. a great that was a great game. And it was a walk-off win. It was yes, literally, literally, literally a walk-off win for walk-off we, we, wins. We stand DJ Stewart. Yes, absolutely. Linda Serovich, what is your walk-off win for this week? Um, I know like back in, I think, March, I said I had a hotel for Paris, but I didn't because they ended up canceling the next day because funny how all these hotels all of a sudden have computer glitches. So that way they can cancel your room and then charge it an exorbitant r- price the next day. So that happened. This happened multiple times so far when trying to get a room um, for the Olympics next year. But I think I finally found one that went through and hasn't canceled. It's been over 24 hours and usually it's within 24 hours that they cancel. Um, So it's, it's a former monastery 
Um, it's like three blocks mm. from the Seine. It's in what I've told is you want to be in the Latin Quarter, which I've told is where you want to be, where um, like all the good like restaurants are, all the fun shops. It's a 10 minute walk from the Louvre. Um, so it seems like hopefully they like I said, hopefully they don't cancel on me, but they have it so far. Um, and it's just, ugh, it just looks so cute. And all that was left was one of their bigger rooms. So I'm not going to complain because uh, all the hotels there are really tiny. Um, but it just, now I can like really focus and get excited. Like I'm really going to Paris next year. It's really happening. I have a place to stay. Um, and I can eat wine and cheat. They have a little breakfast bar. And with all the mm. cheeses and the croissants and the jams and oh, I'm gonna eat so much food. <laughs> I'm excited for you. That's yes. so great. Uh, I'm really looking forward to hearing more about this. Yes. I'm really looking to being vicariously through you. I'll make sure I'll post a lot of pictures if it's not torturous for everybody. <laughs> oh, please! I want to. See I mean, it, don't get me wrong; it will be torturous. <laughs> it will hurt. The so alternative good. would be worse. Yes. Yeah, agree. So it will hurt I, so good. I just want cheese and champagne, and I'm guaranteed to at least have cheese and champagne. I don't know what else I'm gonna have, but uh, that's that's definitely on there. So now it's good. It's less than a year away, so I'm very very super excited that it's finally. It feels like it's finally happening. That's awesome! Yay! Yay. Hey, um, Allison. <laughs> Jeez. What's your walk off win? Yeah, do tell Allison. <laughs> Allison, what's your what's your walk off win? I don't know. It's funny because last week I said I don't think anything will ever top this walk off win that I have, which was that Blue got on SMY, um, which I thought was the ultimate walk off win. Couldn't ever top that. It turns out one can. And the way that one <laughs> can top that is if uh, one gets engaged, which is what happened. Uh, on on Saturday night, Michael and I are engaged. Yay! Congratulations! Thank you. So that is my walk off win for now and forever, probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, until the wedding. Until the wedding, you'll um, have so many great um, walk off win opportunities from now. Then <laughs> we found the most amazing cake. We found the most amazing dress. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yes. I don't think. I don't think that. Like I don't know. I like. I'm not even thinking about planning yet. But when I'm in that stage, I don't think there's gonna be many walk off wins with wedding planning. It doesn't sound fun. I. I know. Not, cake is always cake's a good cake, one. Cake is good. I like cake. Um. So yeah, uh, that's that's my walk off win. It's but it's I also very feel like this is good since you had such a bad year last year. Then yes. you got like all the good stuff. I was telling yes. my coworker that today, uh, because you know I I went to work in person today, and so you know the the ring was observed by people, <laughs> um, and so people were excited, and I was telling I was talking to people about it, and I was like, I was like, yeah, and people were like, first blue on TV, and now this, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> it's been a it's been a good month for us, and I was like, I feel like we. We we were owed that after the year that we had last year, which was twenty twenty. I feel like it, I I go in the opposite direction of the Mets, I guess, because twenty twenty two the Mets had a really great year and I had a really horrible year. Uh, and in twenty twenty three the Mets are horrible, but life is going pretty good for me personally. 
Although, of course, you know, the hills and valleys of life. I got engaged on Saturday night and then Sunday afternoon, we spent the entire afternoon in, at the emergency vet because blue, blue peed blood and <laughs> we oh, had to go blue. to the emergency oh, vet. Oh, she has a UTI. She's fine. She's on antibiotics and she's t- totally acting like her crazy normal self. Um, but yeah, obviously like the peeing blood was kind of alarming and Michael was very excited to go see the jets at the bar. And instead we were at the emergency vet, but luckily, uh, he didn't miss much, uh, with regard to the jets. So, uh, (laughs) that's a whole different story. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my walk-off win. We're very excited. This, you know, this relationship uh this marriage is going to be a one that was born from the Mets and from Amazing Avenue and from you know Mets internet like it's truly you know kind of uh the best story you can come up with uh we met on Amazing Avenue in the comments section we both became writers and then we started dating <laughs> and now we read the married. comments you guys we read the comments and now we're gonna get married <laughs> <laughs> Any I also of us slid into his DMs, too, so that's... <laughs> it's a 21st century love story. It really is. It really is. And, like, <laughs> it's... I mean, I, uh, like, I've said this before, and it's really corny, but it's true. It's, like, I can't... Even when the Mets suck, even when they're awful, even when they're causing me pain, I can't ever get too mad at them or, you know, stay away because, like, they're the whole reason that I have this wonderful partner and they're the whole reason that I have all these awesome people in my life that I get to call my friends and like you know that there's no there's just no replacement for that there's no like you know can't put a price on that even if it costs my blood sweat and tears (laughs) (laughs) you, you just can't it's worth it um and so no matter how bad the Mets are they got me a husband so can't really complain. <laughs> it's a good trade-off, I think. It's a good trade-off. No <laughs> crying in podcasting, you guys. No, no crying in podcasting. No crying. No crying. No crying. It's good. It's happy. It's great. Everything's it's all great. happy, yeah. And um, these are happy tears if we were. These are happy yes. tears. Um, so that does it for the show this week. Uh, you can go to homerunapplesauce.com to check out all of our fantastic podcasts. You can support our work by going to patreon.com slash Home run applesauce. Uh, yeah, guys, I'm going to ha- uh, have my wallet's going to take a hit pretty soon, uh, you know, with this planning thing. So <laughs> Patreon <laughs> support our work. Please. Very important. Uh, please help me. Subscribers will get to pick the linens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Patrons will get to pick something about the wedding. <laughs> um, well, to be determined at a future time. Uh, you can follow Home Run Applesauce on Twitter and Instagram at HR Applesauce. You can follow this show on Twitter and Instagram and Blue Sky and TikTok at a pot of their own. You can follow each of us on Twitter and Blue Sky. I am at Petite PhD. Where are you, Linda? At Linda Servage. And you, Maggie? At Maggie162. You can email the show uh, by emailing own at gmail.com. We love to hear from you guys. You can subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. Just search Home Run Applesauce and you should be able to find all of our pods right there. Please rate and review the show. It really helps people find it. The original intro and outro music to this podcast is by Bunga. Let's go Mets. And don't forget, there's no crying in podcasting. No crying. Nobody needs it.